I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our unbiased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. So So let's get started. Hi. Oh, hello. 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 Welcome to the Truth Fairies Podcast. I'm Jamie. Where we rap, apparently. We do rap sometimes. (laughs) It's a rap true story podcast. Yes, it is. Hi, I'm Brooke. I'm Jamie. Pull, pull that in, Jamie. Pull it in. I'm a pull mic toucher. Pull it in. Okay. Here we go. I feel like we're quiet. No? Okay. Mm, okay. I don't think so. Um, I hope everyone had a good Halloween. Oh, yeah. Halloween is over. Yep. For our, the listeners. For our listeners. I honestly feel like it is over, though. I am Halloweened out. I am, too. Does Halloween feel like it's stretched on really long this month? Uh, yeah. And I am a Halloween connoisseur. Yeah, you go like, for I it. I am a Halloween yeah, but yeah. I'm done. I'm I'm kind of done. Putting the Christmas tree up. <laughs> You've moved on. I am done. Have you seen the people that put up Christmas trees but decorate them for Halloween? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep in, I want to keep the culture of the season. Right. Like my house right now has creepy dolls all over it, ghost faces in every mirror. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I still have my zombie baby. Oh, that baby. <laughs> So gross. I know. I hate it. It is gross. So yeah, I'm ready to move on. Okay, good. So me too. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna I am I'm gonna be that person that puts up my Christmas tree. You know, on you Monday. do you. Who cares? I don't give a shit about anybody. Who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. You don't like my Christmas tree? How about this? Don't come over. And you know what? How many people see your Christmas tree? That's the thing too. You do all these decorations and it's like mm. five people come in my house on a regular basis, not including the FedEx. Yeah. Amazon and, Prime driver. And I'm going to be honest about something here. Please do. Um, Elf on the Shelf mm-hmm. has ruined Christmas. <gasps> you know what? One of the biggest regrets she of my life. ruined it. And One of the biggest regrets of motherhood is that damn elf. Yeah. And somehow two joined us last year. Well, mine never left <laughs> last year. Mine never left. What? She's still here. What? She's still in your house? She still is actively in my house. Why? She's not, she's That's not, on you. You know what? She's not doing things because she lost her magic, <laughs> but she stayed. Well, whose Lane, fault is that? Lainey, we only have done the Elf on the Shelf for, I don't know, what? Two years? Three years, maybe. Yeah. And Lainey fell in love with her. I know. Her name is Freckles. We call her Frick. That's cute. And she loves her. And after the holidays, like right around Christmas, she was really, like on Christmas Day a few years ago, she was really kind of upset. And I'm like, what's up? And she was like, I don't want Freckles to leave. Crying. <sighs> now we now Freckles has ruined Christmas, right? <laughs> She's brought us all this joy, and then she stripped her of it and ruined her on Christmas so Day. So where is she? She's just so, hanging out? I have never seen her in your house. That's because Lainey sleeps with her. Every night. Oh gosh! So and she'll be going to the Is, cabin now, tonight do you, with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have the regular elf on the shelf that's posable? Because no, we, it's just the felt one. That's what we got. We the accidentally floppy. got the stuffed animal, which not was like the plush elf or whatever, which was meant to be like, okay, if your kids want to touch the elf, get this plush one. Well, I didn't know that. This was back when they were new. Mm-hmm. So I get the plush one, and my kids are like, "This is later." Realize we don't have the real elf on the shelf. Oh, I think mine is real. Like, she looks like this. Okay, so she's stiff. Yeah, she's like... She's, she's posable. Like, no. No? She doesn't I thought they hold were. a shape. Oh, she's she just like this. But she's the skinny, weird yeah, looking... Yeah, okay. she's skinny. That's she's real. lanky. Mm-hmm. She's... She's like the Slenderman of Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and she's... Yeah, but Lainey was just devastated, so... 
she wrote a letter and Santa agreed to let <laughs> her stay, but she would lose her magic. Okay. Thank um, goodness. And then last year and the year before both, I think, you know, we let her stay a few months and then when it fizzled out, she slipped away. And yeah. one day Lainey's like, wow, where's Freckles? I don't know. She must have gone back to Christmas. I don't know. I have no control over the situation. Now, she is watching her. She's permanent. She's permanent. So do you use it, though? Like, Freckles is in your room. You better not. No. no. I'm just like, <laughs> put that skinny, crazy elf away. Right? <gasps> I mean, she just. So now I'm, I'm trying. So I hate the elf on the shelf. Yeah. I hate everything about it. I hate that she, she ruins the holiday for me. Because it's the pressure. Yeah. I mean, and I don't do great stuff. But it's, it's just, like I get in bed and it's like. Damn it, that elf. And I'm like, Aaron, will you? And he's like, no, you got the elf. No. It's on you. I'm like, oh. speaking yeah. of that, I forgot the tooth fairy last night. Oh, good job. I've good forgotten job, the tooth fairy for the last two weeks. The two, So Deacon lost a tooth last night at a school function, like mm -hmm. a trick-or-treat, trunk-or-treat. Well, so he's a like little independent. He just runs around, does his own thing. Well, I signed up to be a trunk. So I'm out there passing out candy. I'm starting to stress because we're running out of candy. Mm -hmm. So every time my kids come back, I'm like, give me your candy. <laughs> We're recycling. So, so it. I started recycling candy. I was also unwrapping the little double packs of Starbursts and handing them out individually. Because <laughs> I was like, they're like, watch out for that van. She's chintzy on the treat. Piper brought back like a three pack of stickers and I ripped them up and started handing out one sticker. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's better than nothing, right? I'm like, should I open the jelly beans and do one? Like, should I open the pack of Sour Patch Kids? Should I give each kid a lick as they walk by? <laughs> <laughs> open your tongue open your mouth there you go next Irk. so he runs up to my trunk i'm already like calling my sister and trying to get more candy and unpackaging candy and he's like look i lost a tooth and drops it in my candy bowl so what you're saying is some kid got your kid's tooth that's exactly what i'm saying jamie i couldn't <laughs> find it it was gone then that's a free pass on the ferry last <laughs> night like, you know what? You put your pillow, you put your tooth under the pillow, you get a coin. You put your pillow, your tooth in somebody else's bag. Can you imagine that? So kid? some other kid yes. got the tooth fairy's money yeah. last night. That's on you, Deacon. <laughs> right? I know. I know. He's like, she'll know. Will she? Will she? That's she, not her. She doesn't get paid enough. She wants the teeth. She's buying your teeth and taking them. She's not rewarding you for losing your tooth. Yeah. Good job. Hypothetically. Like everybody loses your teeth. You know? Like, right. that's not a win. It's not a participation trophy <laughs> award for losing your teeth. It's She's clearly doing something with it. Yeah, well. What she's doing is another story. Yeah. Building but a city. I don't know. How much do you do, Tooth Fairy? It depends on how much change I have and how I feel. <laughs> We've done the gold coins. Oh. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I lied. I, don't, I, don't, that, I made that up. Wow. We do $2 bills. Oh, that's that's cool. what we've done. Okay. <laughs> but there is occasions where... I'm like, oh, shit, they might get four quarters. Yeah. I don't know. They might get a $10 bill. Sometimes it's just what I have. So one time I had a DVD, like, that I had <laughs> bought, like, on clearance, stuffed, and, and I, that's what they got. <laughs> and then it really backfired because it was Bridge to Terabithia. Oh. I still remember this. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that it, that it was a tragic story <laughs> of loss. So I give it to Bright for losing a tooth, and we watch it, and she's like, sobbing and she's like the girl comes back to life right because like in disney movies they come back to life yeah. nope I'm welcome like, to adulthood she, she did lost a tooth <laughs> bridges of terabithia ends in death that's it no. this is adulthood yep welcome so that was a That's rude depressing. awakening yeah <laughs> never did that <laughs> good job <laughs> 
Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. that's funny. Um, so let me tell you my dog story okay. this week. We haven't talked all week, guys. So this is like so us for real catching up. We need up. you guys just to step back. <laughs> We're going to catch up on We're our week. We're going to be talking. Stand by. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I guess it's been, what, two, maybe three weeks ago, we got a golden doodle. Yeah. Um, she is so cute. She is, her name is Stella. That's cute. And she's darling. So my sister comes up this weekend. My husband took the kids out, of, took the kids to Utah. So I was home alone. My sister comes up for the weekend and it's just her, you know, me and Robin and Stella hanging out. So mad I was gone. Yeah, I know. It was stupid. Go on. Anyway, so we are running, doing different things. We got a pedicure and we, <clears throat> we decided we needed to go to Costco. So my sister, who is a cat owner and should, is out of her lane, <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> says, let's take the dog with us to Costco. Okay, it's a puppy. She's cute. She's fun. Let's take her with us to Costco. You're and not I, allowed. No, no, we're not like taking her in. To, oh, we just had to okay. run and grab like two oh, things. Oh, let's take her those, in the car. Those pickles that are so amazing. Oh, those fresh pickles, y'all. Oh, if you haven't had them, you need to get them. Uh-huh. And anyway, so I'm like, all right, yeah, we can take her with us. So we put her in the car. We drive to Costco. We run in. I mean, we're only there for, you know, in there for 10 minutes, whatever. Grab the pickles, grab the eye drops, get, you know, and we're on our way back out to the car. And the whole time, you know, Robin's like, I'm worried somebody broke in and stole the dog. I'm like, nobody (laughs) stole the dog. Nobody stole the dog. It's fine. So we're walking back out to the car and um, I can't remember. It was raining. I think it was raining that day. And so we're kind of running. We get to the car, unlock the door and get like hurry and jump in. Well, the dog, she gets so excited to see us that she just starts peeing everywhere. Oh, I no. mean, just like like floods of pee Ugh. everywhere. So she's peeing on my lap, on my shirt. She's whining, pee everywhere. I mean, everywhere Ew. in my car. And Robin looks over at me. <laughs> and I mean, there's a little pee on her side, but it's mostly just head to toe on me. And she's like, I guess I really didn't think about how this was all going to work out. <laughs> Well, good, because now I am soaked in somebody else's urine. Ew. Dogs do that when they get excited? Okay, she's a puppy. I know. And yes. I've literally never owned a dog in my entire life. Okay, this dog loves me. Aw. I mean, she- She imprinted on you? Loves me. Aw. Loves me. It's so cute. So she pees. That's how she shows her love. I mean, yeah, and I'll take it. Okay. I mean, I hope she's going to grow out of it. If I knew that was the key, (laughs) I would- (laughs) Just- Anybody who wants my attention, just be on me. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, so full, and then oh. and then we're on our way home. And you have to sit in it. And I'm sitting Does in it. Does dog pee smell yep. like? Okay. Not, it's not as bad as cat pee. Because cat pee is another level. But it is, I mean, it is next level. Mm-hmm. Not quite there. Okay. But then on the way home, she has the audacity to complain <laughs> that I didn't stop by So Delicious and get her a drink. <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? Why don't you take a straw and just suck some of the urine off of my body if you're thirsty? Yeah. And so then I'm Robin. like, you know what? You want a drink? Fine. So we'll drive through So Delicious smelling you did? like a urine infested freak show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she got a drink. I love the names of the drinks at So Delicious. I love saying, I'll have your mom or I'll have what she's having or I'll or have a second that's wife. That's what she said. Uh-huh. They have the best names. They too. I love them. So anyway, that's my dog for you. Okay. So, okay. Gross. So, 
Well, should we talk about stuff? Yeah, what should we, we came have here a to do. Subject of the day. Yeah. Well, this goes along with it, but um, we're just kind of talking, kind of getting back to the OG, am I the asshole, stupid yeah. people stories. And I just really want to take a moment to talk about Gen Z again. Sorry, I'm picking on you. Why do you not answer your phones? And why does this whole thing with n- not <laughs> not you? Okay, how about you? I am so good at answering my phone. You are way worse okay. than me. I am sorry. I sat out in your driveway today for 10 minutes. I texted you back. You didn't. Yes, I did. Check your phone. That's, We're going to have a fight right ridiculous. here. <laughs> I did. You said I'm here. I said, give me a sec. You little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, but let's talk about how you lost your phone. Yeah, that's true. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, and does. I had At the haunted world. People calling me. Is Brooke okay? <laughs> Is everything you okay? Did? Yes. What's we weird? haven't heard from Brooke in a few days. And I'm like, she's fine. That and then I'm like, Aaron, is Brooke okay? <laughs> it goes to show that he's like, Can you post on Facebook that you lost your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. People were worried. Okay. It's no, okay. Here's what it is. When you text somebody, hey, do you want to go to the movie tonight? Hey, could you help me out with something? Hey, blah, blah, blah. And the answer is no. It's like to a Gen Zer, if the answer is no, you don't reply. True or false? And that, okay, actually, I'm going to read you this first. Okay. And then I'm going to ask Travis about this because he is our young friend. So, <laughs> a Colorado man got lost while hiking. This just happened like a couple days ago, October 26th. He was supposed to be back. He left at 9 in the morning This and was supposed to be back at 8 p.m. So when he doesn't get back by like 9, his friends and family call search and rescue. Search and rescue, you know, starts looking for him. Well, he's in an area that apparently has cell service. So they call his phone multiple times. He doesn't answer because it was an unrecognized number. That's ridiculous. Let that sink in for a second. So it says the call, they got a call at about 930. Oh, no, he got back the next morning. But they basically said, if you, one notable takeaway is that the subject ignored repeated phone calls from us because they didn't recognize the number, Search and Rescue wrote. If you're overdue, according to your itinerary, and you start getting repeated calls from an unknown number, please answer the phone. It may be a search and rescue trying to confirm you're safe. What is that? These people could not have survived in our generation. Like, we didn't have caller ID. No, everything was, let's pick up the phone and see who's there. That phone would ring, and it was a risk. No, it was a race to pick it up. Yeah, but you didn't know. Like, it could be anyone. No. It could be anyone. No, and he wandered the trails all night, Jamie. Like, Phone numbers are trying to call you, and you're just going to figure it out on your own and let your family worry. He finally showed up at 9 a.m. the next morning. So why (laughs) didn't he text somebody if he had service? I don't know. kind of lost. I'm just going to wander through the village until I figure my way back. And maybe he had service for a minute and didn't answer the phone, and then when he started trying to find his way back, then didn't have service. It doesn't really say, but the whole point is that he didn't pick up his phone because it was an unknown number and he was missing. But wouldn't they have left a voicemail? You would think. Because I will admit, and I know this does not bode well for me. I do not, if I see a call that I don't recognize, 
I may not answer. Well, it. no, but I'm home on my couch. But I immediately, like if it, I will immediately look to see if there's a voicemail. Yeah. Or if I'm maybe expecting a call or whatever, but. Or, or if it's like a Boise number and I can tell, yeah. like usually if it's, I mean, if it's an out of state number, I never pick it up. Yeah. But if it's a Boise number, I'm like, well, it could be, Some, you know, maybe yeah. someone's borrowed a phone and they're. Right. That happened when Aaron broke his collarbone. I got a random phone call, and it's this guy, your husband. You're like, no, passed <laughs> out on the. But also, if they call twice, yeah, anybody that it calls you consecutively, yeah. If if the, you get a second phone call, I'm picking up. Yeah. Okay, so Travis, mic up for a second, and this is also my brother <laughs> told me that he is a hirer, and if they get offered the job, so people like your age, you know, kind of just graduated, he's offering them a job. If they don't want the job, they just don't respond. And so he asked someone around your age, is that like, would your friends typically, so if they're going to turn something down, would you typically just ghost the person or do you respond, hey, I've decided to go a different direction? Um, is this just something we don't understand? I don't know. I wouldn't say there's a, a right answer. It's kind of people's like preferences. Like honestly, me and my friends, we were anti-phone calls like at all for mm -hmm. a really long time because we had texting and stuff. And then, like, now that we're all getting, like, older and have, like, real jobs and stuff, like, me and my friends call each other way more now. Huh. Um, mostly because you get an immediate response. Like, if I call you, you'll pick up and you answer it. If I text you, you might either be busy and not see it or you might just ignore me and no one will really know what happened. Yeah, and then you can um, forget. Yeah, so you can kind of hold people accountable more by just phone calls. Um, so that's kind of like honestly making a little bit of a comeback, at least in my circle. Okay. But um, I know like my little brother is like three years younger than me. He doesn't um, doesn't do phone calls like really at all. He only communicates with his friends over Snapchat. He doesn't yeah. even text message yeah. anymore, which that's like mind blowing to me. It makes me feel really old. Um, yeah. And yeah, I would think like if you were in a professional a setting, though, you have to reply because I think we've all learned like like we have to be. Cause I mean, yeah, it's how you interact with your friends. But when I interact with like business people or work stuff, like I'll always answer my phone. Um, especially if it's like a 208 number or anything like that. Also, if I'm applying for a job and I get a phone call from a random number, I will always answer within that like two week period. Cause yeah. I assume that it's like, especially if I know I have a call coming, I'll answer any incoming call. Um, cause yeah, you don't want to miss it. And then next thing you know, you miss it. They called the next guy. He yeah. accepted the job. Mm -hmm. Like you could lose the job. But what if you don't want the job? You Is don't it want the job to say, Hey, I don't want it. Or do you just say, Oh, if I don't answer, they'll just assume. Um, I don't know. I've kind of done it both ways, honestly. Okay. Cause I feel like that's normal. It's just something that's weird to us. I wouldn't say it's normal. I think like, okay. I think courtesy and respect would say that you should always notify the employer that you're not going to take the job. Yeah. Um, when I got this job, actually, I applied for two. I applied for this job and another job at like the exact same time. The other one got back to me a day before I interviewed for this job, and so I like didn't respond to them for like 24 hours because I was waiting to see yeah. how this thing worked that makes out. Sense. Um, and then after it, I didn't call them back to let them know. I just shot them like a nice email. Um, or I think the guy texted me or something like that, and so I like sent him a nice uh, email yeah. saying that I wasn't going to take the job. I didn't recall. I didn't call him back on the phone because that just. Makes me, I think anyone in my generation is kind of uncomfortable with like confrontation a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Um, when it comes to like calling people or calling like an employer like that and like letting them know bad news, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can kind of take the most passive approach and email or text them or something. Yeah. Um, and even texting those kind of depends on the situation. Like if he texts you first, then you can text him back. But if he isn't, if he doesn't give you the A okay to text him, then you should just stick to email. Hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think, I mean, it's just a courtesy. And you never know. Like, I mean, the world. The world's a small, a place. small place. Yeah, you don't know and who like knows how who. How that's going to come mm -hmm. back and if yeah. it's going to be, 
Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's the guy that we were trying to hire that never called yeah. us back. And my brother said you would be shocked at how many kids, kids, I say kids, they're like 23, apply for jobs. And he works at a hospital. So it's like nurses and professional things who send in resumes and then their moms call to follow up. Gosh. <laughs> like, I just wanted to see if you got Johnny's resume. He's like, yeah, if he calls me, I might look at it. Anyway. Yeah. And now now that you've called, we're going to light it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Right. He yeah, did that's not get terrible. the job. That would be so Isn't embarrassing. That weird? I think, Travis, you're always good at getting back to me. So good job. You win. I try. You, win. you pass. I think I'm good at it to a fault. People text me at like eight o'clock on a Friday and I'll just be like, oh, I could respond. And oh. I'm like, I need to have boundaries here. Yeah, but absolutely. That's true. As I'm sitting here, I just remembered that a friend of mine from out of state ran into my daughter the other day oh. and um, sent me a text and was like, hey, we need to catch up. And I haven't texted her back. You've been busy though. I'm busy. I know. I can always tell when Jamie's had a crazy week because it's like just crickets. Or I'm in emotional distress. <laughs> I don't know. Should I, w- I, should I point, check on you more? <laughs> do you guys ever like talk to like old friends or something like that? And you're like texting them or maybe talk over Facebook. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like call them on the phone? No. Mm-mm. To catch up with them? Or do you just stick to strictly like Facebook and text? I have one Hawaiian friend who was like my friend when I went to college there. And he will randomly like we'll be Facebook messaging. And he's like, hey, can we call? And I'm like, sure. So but I wouldn't really like, initiate oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, had the, I had a buddy oh. the other day that I haven't talked to like since high school, and he like wanted to have a call on the phone with me, and I was like, it's so like weird. Were I don't you know. Like, are just, you selling? Are you wanting? Yeah, to, I was like, I don't, and I called him, and it was totally fine. He just wanted to catch up, haven't Aww. talked to him in a while, but it was just like it was super like off putting. I guess I was like, I don't know. Like I kind of text all my other friends from high school. Like yeah. I guess we could I talk on the phone though. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if I know how. <laughs> yes. My daughter just FaceTimes her best friend. Mm-hmm. They they go to school together. They hung out all last night. And then, like, the minute he gets home, I'm hearing their FaceTiming. I'm like, what do you have to talk? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, that's my girlfriend and her best friend from uh, (laughs) Santa Barbara. She lives in Portland. And so, like, I talk to my, but, like, I have a couple, like, good friends from home that I Snapchat, like, throughout the day, which, like, nothing of substance there. It's just sending stupid pictures to each other. But they'll FaceTime, like, three to four times a day, probably, for, like, five to ten. Like, I'll just, like, I'll hear, like, getting ready in the morning. And I'll be like, who are you talking to? And it's freaking yeah. Rachel on the phone again. Yeah. And uh, it's, like, multiple times a day. She'll just have, like, a random thought in her head or whatever. And she just FaceTimes my girlfriend. And they talk for, like, five or ten Why minutes. Why don't we do that? I don't know. We should do it more. I know. I do, like, FaceTiming over, like, when I talk to my buddies, though, it's more yeah. beneficial usually to FaceTime. Unless they're in, like, a crowded area because then you can never hear them. Yeah. But uh, sometimes it's kind of nice because it's like, oh, what are you doing? And, like, they cannot lie to you because it's like, <laughs> oh, I can, I, can see, I can see you're sitting on the couch. And then, like, usually it just ends up with, like, us just laughing at each other because it was like, you were totally going to tell me something me. else. Yeah, I was like, you were totally going to pretend you were busy. Like, I know where you are. Oh, I like that. <laughs> now, sometimes I call you. Mm-hmm. And it, I remember the first couple, like, if ever I call you, it's like, Oh, <laughs> like why are you calling? Pocket me? call, yeah. or it's like yeah. if you're driving or we're trying yeah. to get somewhere, it's like we'll call. But you are the queen of a pocket call. I am. It's because my phone automatically dials people if I leave their text message open. I finally figured it out. It has a setting where if you hold the phone up to your ear, it'll it automatically calls. call. So I didn't realize that. Bing. So I would like have a text message open and if it sensed anything it would call the person yeah. well it still does so i'm always pocket calling yeah, people do you know anyone else that butt dials still i me just me apparently my roommate he has an iphone too so i don't know i think he just doesn't close his phone when he puts it in That's his pocket me. or something yeah but it's whenever i call him 
I'm in the rotation now on his recent call list. So for the next like three days, I'll expect at least one to two butt dials from him. Oh my God. And so I just started like either calling him back and leaving him like really funny voicemails or I just sit on the phone and just wait till I can hear something or maybe he notices. But like I've gone like 45 minutes of just letting my phone sit on the phone call with him and he's oh never gosh. noticed that he's been on a butt dial with me for That's 45 so minutes. Funny. And I'm like, dude, no one else just does this. I was there. like, you're, you're 23 and you have an iPhone. There's no reason why you should be why butt dialing you, anybody yeah. anymore. Yeah. I was like, I hope you don't do this like your boss or like anyone. I hope it's just me or that this happens to. Or there's something going on that you don't want to hear. I know. That's why I was like, listen in. Cause I'm always like, Oh, what if he's like fighting with his girlfriend or something? It sounds like it would be what? super what? funny to kind of <laughs> investigate. Love, I love eavesdropping more than anything. Or spying. I want to be a spy. So all the, I listen to people like even just talking on their work break out in the alley over here. Oh, I'll kind of like listen so through the fun. window. I'm like, they're not even talking about anything of substance, but it's just so interesting. Like they it's don't know I'm listening. Basically like podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically. Like people are just overhearing our conversation, which is I think why podcasting is like taken off because yeah. people just like hearing people's conversations. Yeah. And it's so much more authentic. Like yeah. we don't, we don't cut anything out. Obviously no. there's no scripts we're reading off nope. of here. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have an AITA? <laughs> No. Okay. Um, I have a. What do you got? Oh, well, here, this one isn't an AITA. This is like a what do I do? Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. It says, what I'm about to ask you is going to seem like I'm making this up. Trust me, I wish I was. So, my younger sister has a long standing history of being sort of a mess. My sister got married last Thursday at the courthouse to a guy she met in NA. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Narcotics and yeah. They threw a big party after. There was probably about 50 people over at my parents' house, and the majority were all sloshed. So, okay, apparently that didn't work. (laughs) I went upstairs to use the bathroom and caught my sister and her high school boyfriend going at it (gasps) in her old bedroom. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) On her wedding day. Okay, here's the thing. If you knew my sister, you would know that this is 100% not outlandish for her to get it on with another dude at her wedding. (laughs) Her husband is a total douche. They're destined to get divorced at some point anyway. So what do I do? Keep it a secret or tell her husband? You know what? I don't think you owe that new husband guy really anything. (laughs) I think you're on a side. Like what side did you start on? Mm -hmm. You stay on that side. Yeah. I don't know. Is that bad? (laughs) I mean, how long is, I guess, how long has she known this guy? If she thinks they're... I don't know. Like, there are so many things wrong with that. Right so many things wrong with it. That it's like, you know what? Just let it run its just, course. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. It sounds like it's all going to implode anyway. Yeah. So just let it self-detonate instead of being the igniter. I mean, N.A., drunk at a party, married. Yeah. Sleeping with the boyfriend. Like, yeah. I think it's I'd probably talk to my sister control. and be like, hey, whore. What? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, what are you doing? Like, either get this together or just don't get married. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is too late. It's Ew. just, yeah. Okay. So That's we're going to not tell. I don't think I would. Because it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of loyalty on either side like the husband or the yeah the new husband is just this random guy that's a douche right and then she and her sister it doesn't sound like they have much of a relationship right if I were on the other side if it was my sister if I caught the husband doing that then for sure I would tell my sister but if where it's I'm the sister of the person and it sounds like it's a hot mess anyway I'd probably just slowly back away from the situation (laughs) you just back out check in six months later (laughs) still married yeah probably not Okay. Okay. I have a really weird one. Wait, quick question. Okay. Do you, so when they get this inevitable divorce, do you tell them after? 
That the old husband? Yeah, no. I guess probably not because you would probably never talk to him again. Yeah, he'd be gone. Yeah, yeah that's true. Never He's mind long him. gone. You're like, see ya, saga. <laughs> Hope that ended well for you. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Oh, I have so many. Okay. None of them really relate to that, but okay. uh, doesn't have to. Okay. Here's um, one that I just think you are going to hate. Oh. <laughs> and I love making okay. you mad. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. So my husband has always been a bit goofy, giving his own names to things and doing impressions. About 18 months ago, this started to increase a lot. It's now a constant presence in our lives, and I'm finding it difficult to live with. Examples. He has his own name for most retail outlets, professionals, and organizations. So for Walgreens, he says, eat your greens. He calls Barnes & Noble sharts and gobbles. He has about 30 to 40 everyday words that he insists on using in place of normal ones. Scuppers with a rising whistle at the end instead of yes. So like scuppers? Oh, I would not come out. Bing with a descending whistle means no. <laughs> what? Baga yaya means good night. He constantly does weird sound impersonations, not like celebrities or characters, but a single noise that's a made-up sound, like something childish like a fart from a children's TV show. He speaks random words like garbage or douchebag whilst burping or farting. He has made up names for our friends. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. I, I understand that you can burp a word, but can you fart a word? Like, what is that? He's a lot of sphincter control. <laughs> if your if your butthole can shape out a word, by all means, I support that. No, I think he's like pushing one out and going douchebag. <laughs> just, just I okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um. So he calls his friends Pam and Will Pig and Wig. Um. She's like, I'm just over it. She said, we got into bed the other night. I said, good night. He said, baga ya ya in the high-pitched voice he always does. And I snapped and asked him why he couldn't just speak to me normally. And he laughed and came right up close to my face and did it again. His whistling is constant. He speaks to our kid in this stupid language. And I'm worried it's going to confuse normal language development because he changes the words so often. Our toddler could be about to hurt themselves. And instead of saying no or come here, he'll say some ridiculous made-up word or or um, sound and then get annoyed when our kid doesn't know what he wants. So he's like making up words and thinking his kid is going to understand it. So he's, she says he's normal in other respects. He works in finance. He's totally professional around his colleagues, but different at home. I told him it needs to stop. I don't mind it occasionally or for fun, but it's all the time and it's wearing me down. He got upset and said I couldn't take a joke and that I'm not fun anymore. It's true I've become more irritable and noise averse since we had kids, but I'm so worn out and over it. I just want him to relate to me like an adult. I would divorce him. Good hell, right? I would, you know what? <laughs> that is ridiculous. It's like as a mom, we're listening to ridiculous TV show noise. Like I'm going back to like Yo Gabba Gabba or like mm -hmm. Teletubbies where it's like they're already oh. making weird yeah. noises. I don't need to be hearing strange noises all day and then have my husband come home and say baga yaya oh baga yaya uh, <laughs> you know what and i'm sorry but it takes like the attraction and the maturity and just like it's chipping yeah, away i don't want to be married to a toddler uh, no no and it's gross and weird isn't that just the weirdest thing yeah and why does he i went does he think and when he's like you're no fun no you don't know what fun is because at 50 <laughs> <laughs> that's not fun it's that's not, not fun. fun 
to have Ugh. these made up languages. And she's like, people were like, do you think there's something wrong with him? Like, could he have Tourette? And she's like, no, no, he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. She says he's tried to get him. She's tried to go and get him to go to therapy. She, she says that it wasn't this bad when they got married. And she's like, it's just gotten a lot worse. And so it might be like a stress reduction technique where he's just trying to blow off steam, but go to the gym, like get a hobby, <laughs> smoke if you need to. I don't care. Get a girlfriend. I <laughs> don't care. Better. But don't, don't talk to me like no. you're an, I don't know. Any other options better. Like an awkward middle schooler. No. Yeah. No. Could, ooh, I can just, Ugh. yeah. Ooh, that is so annoying. Isn't that just the weirdest yeah, thing? She is well within her rights to just divorce him and walk away. Mm-hmm. She is. Okay. 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 Oh, I don't. I didn't pull one up. Do you have okay. another one right on here? Oh, uh, sure. Um. Oh wait, I do have one. Okay, go. I lied. <laughs> okay, my husband has decided. Not mine personally. Mm-hmm. My husband has decided out of the blue that he likes to be nude. Oh. So as soon as he comes home, the clothes come off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Help me. <laughs> help me. Help him understand why this isn't okay. He won't use a towel when sitting down and loves to be in the kitchen when I'm making meals. (laughs) Why is this so funny to me? Oh, okay. Our daughter is just a baby, but I'm worried he'll still do this when she's older. He makes sure all the doors are locked so no one can pop in. Are we closing all the blinds? Are we living in a house of darkness so that no one, I mean, I don't know their living situation. But But he locks the door just so nobody pops in. Well, that's good. (laughs) Somebody responds. All I can think about is his dirty, why am I laughing so hard? His dirty butthole on all the furniture. I know, because it's like no matter how much, I just. And then she says, that's a mental hurdle. I just can't jump. (laughs) And you know what? And we've talked about nudity before. We've talked about dingalings that we don't, not interested in the physical aspect of the aesthetic (laughs) <laughs> the aesthetic of a penis is not... Nobody wants to see that. You know, you don't hang that up in your home typically. Like, you know, a female nude That's is art. A, more aesthetically pleasing. A flaccid peen, you don't see that in a museum. No. You know? No. The no. Statue of David, maybe. No. But that's, you know, that's not considered. So it's just like, you know, and it's the cleanliness thing, too. Yeah, I don't... I can't get past just the... You're, you're just... Bare butthole on everything. Right. And I can't get past, it needs to be like a special occasion. Like, you know something's going to go down when it's like, hey, I'm ready ready Ooh. to party. Here's the nudity. But when it's an everyday occurrence, it's like, that's... Yeah, it just sort of, yeah. Demystifies. <laughs> like, leave some things... Let's leave some things to the imagination. Uh-huh. Let's leave some things, yeah. You remember Aaron's bidet towel? <laughs> oh, gosh, Yes. Today, he was like, I need, uh, like, can you hang up a hand towel? Because we have the little hand towels by our, uh, sorry, by our um, sinks. Uh-huh. And I kind of got a little snarky. And I'm like, hang up, like, you find a towel and hang it up or whatever. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a little tiff. And then I go, speaking of, <laughs> have you ever washed that bidet towel? And he's like, not once <gasps> since I <laughs> Should I not be outing him? And how long has that been? We started this podcast how long ago? And that was like on that our, first, our episode. first episode. And he's like, I'm clean when I... <laughs> Aaron, wash the towel. But I won't touch the towel. Like, uh, that is hands off for me. That is, I took a step back from the whole bidet situation. That is his thing. I mean, and he's not wrong. 
that I mean, you get a little spray off. Yeah, but you're and still you're, just, you're still patting your butthole. It's a pat, yeah, it's a pat down, <laughs> but still, right? Yes. Thank you. Okay. okay. It's that's like saying I'm going to use the same towel when I get out of the shower every day, just forever. Right. Right. Because because speak, I'm clean. Speaking of that, can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Do you do your use towels after a few days smell like corn chips? Yeah. Okay. I, see, because I thought, <laughs> is that my natural musk? Because you know how everyone has like a natural smell? I was like, what if I smell like a corn chip? And that's why my towels smell like corn chips. Yeah. But no, that's it. No, a, I think it's a okay. nat. I think it's just the, yeah. Okay. I don't have my phone because I'm recording. How much time do we have? I don't know. It's 1146. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, at my house, in our house, puberty smells like chili. Oh. So like when my son, who is now, you know, 14 years mm-hmm. old, like, like that was the, the go-to, like mm. when you start smelling like chili, mm-hmm. it's, it is, yeah. It's so shower time. It's shower time. And I don't know if it's this way with boys, but with girls, you know how they have like emotional sweat? So like when they get upset or like embarrassed or like um, worked up, they smell different. Is that a girl no, thing? No, I'd have never known that. Oh. I've never noticed. Oh, it's like cat pee when, back to cat pee, when there's- Like marking your territory. Yeah, if there's a different smell when girl like when girls get worked up. It's a different sweat smell. Hmm. It's a stress smell. No? I don't, I've I think never that's noticed. real. Wow. I think I saw it in a commercial once where it was like, stress, it'll cover up the smell of your stress sweat. This deodorant is good for just stinky people and emotional stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I've never noticed. But yeah, I think that um, after you shower a few times and use the towel, there's, yeah, just a, there's just a, it's a used towel. Uh-huh. And it has kind of that. Yeah, whatever. I think three or four max, three or four times. Oh, I'm like a two. Yeah. Oh, like a two. I'm a, corn, I'm a walking corn chip. <laughs> I have another nudity one. Okay, I do too. Okay. So let's hear it. It's a nude episode. Yes, it is. Okay. I was a doctoral candidate and was sent with several of my colleagues, as well as our professor, to a conference which was important in our community. The conference was held in Germany, and the participants occupied the entire hotel. So just so we're clear, there were no guests in this hotel who were not attending the conference. The hotel had a spa, as is custom in Germany. Germany? Germany. The spa had a no bathing suits allowed policy, which was posted at the entrance. You couldn't miss it. The conference itself was hugely international, and the key speakers were mostly Nobel laureates. On the second day of the conference, myself and some newly made friends decided to check out the spa. This being a work conference, I wore a bathing suit. It was strapless, and I had a towel over it, so it wasn't obvious, but many of the others who joined me, probably a little over 20 PhD students, just straight up rock in the bathing suit. We had the whole whole hotel to ourselves, so who, who... would go naked at a work meeting. Well, turns out one of the female professors, when we walked into the area of the spa in which she was alone and totally nude, she flipped out on us. Several of us were actually her students, but the rest of us basically knew her from her reputation alone. She was mortified and beyond pissed that we weren't exposed while she was. After she finished shrieking at us, she left and complained to all of our professors as well to the hotel staff. Nothing came of it, and I won't guess their reactions as I wasn't there to hear it. We ended up enjoying the next four days in the spa in our bathing suits, along with sometimes also bathing suit cladden professors and sometimes also their children. The professor had complained, left the conference that day, and did not return, which is why I think we may be the assholes. 
So no, she, you know what? You don't get to be mad. Like it was optional. It, right? No, was, it said bathing suits were not allowed. Like when they, oh. like on the entrance to the thing, it said no bathing suits allowed policy. Oh, oh, oh. I thought it was like no bathing suits. Like Is that's okay. an option. But it's like we're at a work thing. Like Trevor just walked in and I literally did not see him leave. Oh, you didn't? No, so that startled me. You anyway, didn't see his bright pink. No. Okay. So, but it's like if I'm at a professional conference, you would think, and there's no other guests, you'd think that policy would probably be like loose. Well, like, I am pretty sure none of my coworkers want to see me naked. I'm not going to guarantee that, but no one should. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Like, it's just, I think what happened was the professor was probably super embarrassed, so got mad at the other people right. for not being naked, too. And I think it also, there's also something to be said for, like, it's not, we're not just talking, like, equal level coworkers. Right. We're talking, like, teachers, students, like, that, that makes it weird. Yeah. The dynamic of the professor-student relationship. Yeah. And maybe the professor should have waited to see maybe what the crowd was doing. Like, you know. Yeah, let's read Know your room. audience. Yeah. Yeah. You got to prepare for that. But you don't get to be mad. No. At other people. No, for putting on a bathing suit. I don't know. But and then she probably like felt like, it's like, oh, well, let's hurry and cover ourselves up and then go spy on our naked professor. That's <laughs> weird. Maybe. I don't know. But it seemed like she was more mad that they weren't naked. Yeah. Than the fact that they caught her naked. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I feel like, I hope I haven't talked about this before. Okay. Because I might have read this before. I don't. I hope not. I think so. Okay. Because this is kind of weird. Okay. Okay. My brother-in-law and I were talking. And this whole thing is weird. <laughs> okay. And he showed me some pictures of himself naked on his trip to Alaska. Oh. First of all, why are you naked in Alaska? It's cold there. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's not like, oh, here's some pictures of me on a nude beach. Right, right. Yeah, Alaska, that's yeah. no place for nudity. Yeah, okay. And then she says, it was not like a sexting thing. He was just showing me the scenery. <laughs> his scenery? <laughs> I don't know. He was just telling me about the scenery, telling me about his experience, etc. He just happened to be naked in most of them oh as part of his experience. I thought... He showed me him, only <gasps> fair I show myself, so I sent him a topless pic. What? <laughs> I mean, it's only fair. It's only fair. My husband and I were talking later about how I was asking my brother-in-law's opinion on what lingerie to buy for an upcoming shoot. I don't know how to describe our relationship. I know it sounds sexual, but it's not. We're just best friends. My husband mentioned that he would have felt uncomfortable if I had sent my brother-in-law pictures of me in my lingerie. Well, our, yeah. Yeah. Our marriage is going through a rough patch now, and I'm worried this would end it. How do I tell him? Oh. So he would be upset if you sent him a picture of you in your lingerie, but you're just going to send him a topless nude photo to make up for his naked Alaska Oh, pics. my gosh. It's not tit for tat. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> is that, that weird? In. That is very weird. And it's like the Friends episode where someone sees someone naked in the shower, and then they have to reciprocate. But yeah. that was an accidental... Like, let's even the playing field. Yeah. Like, you willingly scrolled through these pictures. I'm If I saw the first nude one, I'd be like, mm, you know. Maybe not. No. No. Yeah. But just to get, like, 
you might as well see me. Makes no sense. That yeah, and I'm still caught up on why he's naked in Alaska. Yeah, that's weird. I keep picturing him like laying on his side on a glacier, <laughs> which is probably not what it was. <laughs> in it's the like, pose where well, your one knee is up and one elbow <laughs> is down. <laughs> displaying everything but yeah I don't know was it bum cheeks was I, it I I mean was it full frontal nudity right was I don't hiking know. like what rating would go with this yeah PG-13 yeah R right are we crossing X territory right I okay sometimes they say in Alaska because you know the temperature is so much different that when it's like 60 degrees there it feels like 80 degrees oh when you've been there and it's so cold right so maybe he was like I, Super st- hot. Why are you naked there? Yeah. Uh, there's no reason. No, I've been to really hot places and not been naked outside and taken pictures and sent it. Although I do want to go to a nude beach. Do you? I think everybody should try it. You know, Aaron isn't. Aaron is a borderline nudist. Yeah. Not around the house, but he's done nude beaches, and he's like, it's not what you think. No, because I think it's the. It's not like. Like in the movies, if you will, that you go to the nude beach and everybody's Everyone's like hot and looking good. It's yeah. like these older people that are just like screw it, that are just comfortable. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm this not. Is me I and am my not glory. at the comfortable level. If I look, if I look like you, Jamie, I'd be like, no. let's go to a nude beach. No, but, but this is just a lot happening. No, I, I don't know. I just feel like I just think we need to plan a vacation and just go for it. Okay, okay, I do it. Um, but let's go back. Would you? In this situation, if in this situation, what would you do? Would you if tell I were her? Yeah. Would you tell him? Um, I mean, you have to. Yeah, I accidentally sent news <laughs> to your brother. And I is it his brother? Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. I think that would cross the line for me. It would absolutely cross yeah, the line. And I think I would be like. This is going to make family gatherings weird now. Right. And it seems like she's acting like her motivation was not sexual in nature, but that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why would you say to your brother-in-law, hey, doing a photo shoot, what lingerie? Should, how about, here's an idea. <laughs> ask your husband. Yeah. Ask um, a girlfriend. Ask Do you the not have producer. Ask, go to Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Right. Right. There's a lot of other options. Because yeah. you know what? Men like it all. Yeah. That's basically. They don't even care. And there's nothing about sending a boob shot to a man that's not sexual because a guy sees boobs and it's immediately sexual. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So it's not. There's no way around that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How much time do we have? Sorry, I don't have my phone. 11.56. I'm usually Five there. minutes. Okay. I've got a couple just random ones and I'm trying to decide what to do. So in the spirit of Halloween, which just ended for you people... I'm going to read this one if I can find. I printed them all off so I could use my phone. Okay. So she says, this is a 26-year-old woman. A few years ago, I bought a four-foot, somewhat lifelike dummy doll. It's one of those dolls that has a plastic head, feet, and hands, but the body is just stuffed with fluff. It's a Halloween decoration, but I had used it to make a crime scene for a birthday, which, hi, invite me to your birthday parties. You sound like my kind of person. Yes. I want a crime scene birthday. Uh, Fast forward to now, I moved back in with my parents when COVID hit and the doll was packed up in its box in the basement. My mom unpacked it and that's where the issue begins. My mom is petrified of dolls. She won't watch movies like Annabelle or anything like that. She was originally keeping the doll in a closet but now has it propped up, fully dressed, in our front room on a couch. She refuses to talk negatively about it 
because she fears that it has somehow become possessed and can hear her. Since I bought it, I told her I would just throw it out since it bothers her so much. She did not like that idea, and she refuses to even let me touch it now. My partner agrees with her, saying that you never know. I even offered to have it cleansed or to properly get rid of it, but to no avail. I don't want to discredit my mom's feelings, but to me it's just a doll I bought for a birthday decoration, so I'm having a hard time with her attachment to it, especially since it terrifies her. Would I be the asshole if I got rid of it, even if I did it the proper way? What? What? (laughs) That's weird. If you're scared of the doll, get rid of it. Let someone get rid of it. But what if the doll really is possessed, Mm -hmm. and now the mother is... Like has, there needs to be this whole exorcism of going the on. doll. Yeah. So when I was reading it, someone commented on Reddit, check out unsettling toy removal and rehoming. They rehome creepy toys. So I'm like, what is that? So I look it up. There is a company, they're on Facebook, they've got YouTube videos, a website, that their job is if you have a toy that's creepy or weird, they will you can send it to them or they'll come get it and they'll post it and someone that likes it will get it. So they rehome Creepy dolls. That's like their whole that business. That is so weird. Isn't that so funny? Huh. That's there is a niche that you haven't thought about, yeah. and that is one of them. Wow. Yeah. That is very weird. I had a uh, Charlie McCarthy doll. I think we've talked about him before. Uh-huh. It's the ventriloquist doll. <laughs> he was terrifying. <laughs> he was terrified. My sister tortured me with that doll for years. Yeah. <laughs> for years. So, But I, yeah, that's weird that she's like getting all propping it up. and Right. Like, why, A, why did you unpack it if you're scared of it leaving in the thing? But it's almost like she's like, well, I don't want to anger the doll. So I don't want to leave it stuffed in yeah. this box and I'm going to treat it like a human and not speak ill of it so that it doesn't. So I think the answer is yes. She needs to just take that doll and just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because at that point, you tell crazy mom and like it, what's done is done. Right. It's your doll. Right. right. So just do it. But what if it comes back? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It comes I want back. that to happen so bad. I know. Right, you come back home and it's sitting on the couch like. Just staring. Really? <laughs> In a new outfit. Yeah, with a Ouija board. Oh. And your mom. <laughs> yeah, that takes a weird turn. I know. It's like just, ew, weird. Yeah. I thought that was a funny one. Yeah. Um, we only have like a minute left. Do you want to talk about. We're talk, always like doing a countdown. Do you want to talk about your massage? Oh. <laughs> well, I got a massage like two days ago. And the first thing about it is it freaking hurt. Like he dug into me and it was so, I'm literally bru- like I feel bruised. I'm probably not. And I am so sore. But it's like he did this thing where he's like slowly moving up my back, really digging into me. And I have this thing where it's like you're face down. You don't know what's going on. And I, <laughs> it, it's like I'm feeling this thing at my waist level like poking into me the whole time. And I'm like, that better not be a boner. <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. And I'm hoping it's his oil thing, like his oil packet or whatever. Sometimes they have them on their hips. I didn't see it on his hip. But it's like, I hate that about them, like having male massages. I'm always thinking that they're going to poke me. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard. <laughs> I have never heard of them sporting <laughs> an oil bottle around a, their waist. A little waist. waist thing? A little uh, uh, pumper? Uh, no. Well, something no. was poking me, and I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Obviously not going <laughs> to say names. I'm not claiming that I got molested. But I'm just saying that your imagination can be like, 
I know his hands are on me, so what's poking me? And I can see his feet on the ground underneath the table. <laughs> and then, right? And then you flip over. You know when you get a massage, you flip over, so they do your thing. And so you're like, your eyes are closed. They're right there. And I kept thinking, what if I open my eyes right now? And just looked at him. And, and how awkward that would be. Him. Just like stare at him while he's in there. <laughs> Is it just massages are weird? Massages are. It's an it's a next level. It's a very intimate. And I've never been like I get massages maybe once a year, and I I don't know if it's the non confrontational, but I can't ever tell them that it hurts. Yeah, like you're you're cringing. I it's like I'm ball fisting, and I'm like he should take a hint that it hurts. Yeah, no, but it, he was so busy with his <laughs> schlong in your spine. He had no idea. I'm sure that was not really happening, but in my mind, it's full. What else could it be? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Did I get molested accidentally? No, because I don't think. I don't know, I don't know that he was intentionally rubbing it on your back. I don't, it probably wasn't even that. I just, I'm going to have girl massages from now on. Okay. Girl masseuses. Okay. Or just be done with that yeah. because it hurts. Or I need to communicate. <laughs> like you need to open your eyes <laughs> and look at him. Or like Square I could just be him. laying there. I could just grab his leg. Like oh, <laughs> this hurts. Yeah, that I is very interesting. Yeah, thanks for making me talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it in the elevator up, and I just think it's time to share. <laughs> it's time for you to start communicating more openly. Okay. Okay. It's I'm hashtag me too. <laughs> is that bad? Is that insensitive? Is that too much? <laughs> too soon, too soon. Okay. Okay, guys. Okay. It's time to go. It's time to go. We're going to do, we are going to talk about female safety next week in like a fun way. In a fun, <laughs> in a fun way. Yeah, we're going to just, yeah. That stories about how to stay safe. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. It's not. It's going to be though. It will be. Trust yeah. us. Yeah. We're fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got a phone number for us. So that people can call and leave voicemails and like ask us our opinion about stuff. Okay. What is it? I don't know. I forgot. But I'm going to post it on our social media as like a contact us. Okay. And it's like, I'm not going to answer. Don't worry. You're not going to have to have any human interaction. I'm not going to, hi, what's your story? But it's a way because people are afraid to like have it be like their name or like us know who it is. So it's an anonymous number. It's not linked to like me or Jamie. It's just going to go to voicemail and you can leave us a voicemail. And then we can play it. I'm so excited. I got a phone number. Good job. All right. We'll post it since she doesn't know. Yeah. We weren't fully prepared for that plug today. No, I forgot. Tell yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. Yay. I didn't even know about it. Yeah. So who is running this podcast? It's clearly not me. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. So call us at our number that we'll yeah. post. Or you can send us your emails at uh, truthfairiespod at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. all those things. Yeah. Truthfairiespod. Yes. And thanks so much for listening. Okay. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you have a situation you want us to share on our show? Send it in to truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram at truthfairiespod. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, speak.fm, or wherever you listen. We hope the truth hurt just a little, but not too much. Goodbye. Goodbye.